All right, let me go to. All right, hello everybody. This is the Fakeologist, the Fakeologist show. It runs Sunday through Thursday between eight and eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today is Tuesday, and Tuesday is my only standing guest now. Only one standing guest left standing. He's the uh, the one, the only Uncle Vigilante. Hello. <laughs> Hola. I'm the best guest that you have left, right? Really? I mean, we, can the we best, establish that? The best and the only right now? What a coincidence. But yeah, you have stood the test of time. Yeah, you're, are you, tell me, if you do end up bailing on the show... Could you just let me know and not just disappear? Because it's always handy. Just Dude, I will <laughs> never bail on your show. Now, I may miss. Never say never because stranger things have happened. <laughs> a Tuesday here or there. But no, we've been together for how long? Since the beginning of 2020, I think. Yeah. And, and quite a and, romance. And uh, a bromance. No, as I, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that, I'm a loyal dude and you are too. And yeah. you have a good thing going. And I love, uh, like tonight I came to the table with like not much to talk about. Um, put a message in the chat, uh, the, the epic cash chats that this is a call in show. And, uh, if people want to call in, it's 810-666-1984. That's 810-666-1984 would kind of like to make these Tuesday evenings, uh, you know, more interactive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. More interactive and, and feel free to call in. Um, but you know, my channel, it's the uncle vigilante show. And that is the YouTube destination where BTC maxis come to drop their huggies because we <laughs> unapologetically cover epic cash. What is epic cash? We are an undiscovered asset that has purposefully been flying under the radar, my friends. And if you are here paying attention, welcome to an amazing financial future. You are likely already an epic cash OG, which I know you are, uh, my friend, Ab the Fakeologist. I am. Thanks to you. You, you've boosted the crap out of me. And uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> That's, uh, you, you bet, you bet. You know, hey, feel free at any point in time to put up your, uh, your QR code for, for, for your epic cash, uh, deposit for support because I want everybody, please, let's just surprise Ab every single week of how our community, uh, responds to awesome truth tellers like ab the fakeologist which you can find at fakeologist.com and fakeotube.com if that's not one of your daily visits uh then then I'm because uh, he curates all the videos out there um that 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 are probably likely banned by social media everywhere he nabs them before they can be banned and he owns youtube I'm, I'm sorry, fakeotube.com. That is his server, which I believe now, uh, Ab, you paid the upgraded fee so that you could be decentralized and stream from five different countries, if I have that right. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, I just upgraded the service because it was a little slow and sluggish. So what I've done, I did two things. One, I've mirrored it in five different places. 
two in America, oh. one in Canada where it originates, coincidentally, and one in Europe and one in Sydney, Australia. My number right. one my my number one country of visitation is America, and that of course could be anywhere from anyone in the world because people use VPNs. I don't have sure. anyone from China, so I'm assuming a lot of the Chinese probably would use America as their number one go-to to VPN towards the show. So you don't really know where people are coming from. They have to tell you pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, and I also have caching, which, uh, I did that first and I sort of forget how that exactly works. So I sort of pay in two different ways, but. <laughs> across the world did really help. I find it extremely fast. It's faster than Rumble. I have over 5,000 videos. And yeah, I'm, I curate it myself. I don't really allow too many people to upload just because I can't really maintain. Except me. Yeah, you're in, of course. <laughs> you, there's really only you and Rachel. Rachel is a, a frequent poster at the Fakeologist forums, fakeologist.com forward slash forums too. And uh, I said, just just upload some some of your videos if if it relates to your post. But otherwise, um, excellent. I, well, I have, yeah. I since I've been getting really knee deep into Epic Cash, I've been a little bit yeah uh, uh, out of pocket as far as uploading. Well, that's fine. Uh, but 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 man, I really appreciate your service. Um, I visit it every day because wow. there's always. Thing there, you just save me a whole lot of time. It's just very, very efficient. So again, thank you. I'd like to give a few shout outs if you don't mind. Go ahead. Uh, first one is I invite everyone. If you are remotely interested in cryptocurrency, um, blockchain technology and want to learn more, I invite everybody to go to Freeman U on, on Telegram, which is, uh, t.me forward slash Freeman U. That's with a U, not a Y-O-U. And there are two, uh, brains in there that are debating right now, uh, going back and forth with an amazing conversation. Uh, and it's Johnny who I met. He's from Manhattan and I met him, uh, in December. I flew up there and, uh, the guy just, it, 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 he just blew me away. I mean, I, I don't even, know really what we talked about because it was so far over my head but uh, a really really amazing guy great heart uh and speaking of manhattan there's a gentleman in the um, well i presume a gentleman why should i presume that but uh he goes he or she goes by uh manhattan and they are having a, a an exchange in there that is uh Again, a little above my head, but I'm starting to catch on a little bit. But it's just so cool to see so many smart people that are really engaged with Epic Cash, the ecosystem, the future, and people who really, really are committed to uh, the pursuit of, you know, superior money. And uh, also want to give a shout out to Darkstar. He is a wonderful not new community member. He's been in the background for a while, but he's really stepped up lately. Uh, everyone, if you'd please go to cryptocoinshow.com, cryptocoinshow.com. CEO of that is Ashton. Uh, he has done over 1200 interviews of 
literally everyone in the space from John McAfee to the CEOs of every major company that, 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 that is in the space. And, uh, we've been trying to get his attention for a long time, but, um, just little old us, uh, didn't quite hit the radar. Uh, and, 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 and God bless star, man. He is like a honey badger and he just kept in touch with Ashton and kept sending him information. And then when Max, our, our founder, uh, uh, started the DNA of Bitcoin podcast, uh, he's had just some amazing guests that have also appeared on cryptocoinshow.com. Um, one that hadn't appeared there was Mark Cuban. And at the end of the interview with Max Freeman, Mark Cuban's jaw had dropped and he, uh, can't wait for everyone to ultimately hear this, but you know, he, he just basically conceded and he said, I'd like to learn more. And he invited Max after the first of the year to come to Dallas to talk to him more when things settle a little bit. So, uh, when, when Ashton from Crypto Coin Show learned about that from Dark Star, um, he then, I don't know, his, he, he, he became more open minded. He started doing his own research on Epic Cash, started liking what he saw and then, um, made an offer to us, uh, that I really think is a, you know, an astonishing offer, basically discounting his service by almost 60%, 65%, um, if we denominate in Epic Cash, which means he didn't want dirty old BTC. He didn't want dirty old USD or UST. He wanted Epic Cash. So on Friday, I want Everybody, if you would, to please tune in to our live stream because, uh, Crypto Coin Show has set up an epic fund me and I'm going to have, uh, yoga dude on who he's the one who created epic fund me. And this is a way for people to be able to, uh, make their case to the community, uh, for a fundraise. And I am going to spearhead this fundraise for the crypto coin show because it's going to give us at this point in time where there is a crypto winter, a crypto crisis where FTX and everything around us is melting down. This is an opportunity for us to get some amazing positive attention and, and, and press really to where Ashton will interview Max and there's three components to his value proposition. I will explain it more on Friday, but I just invite you to show up. I'm going to start, I'm going to start the, uh, the, the fundraise by personally donating 10% of the raise, uh, right out of the blocks, right on Friday. I'm just going to add you put up his QR code. I'm going to take a picture of it and immediately send 10% of the raise. So, uh, if we want to show people how that works, add the fakeologist. Yeah. I got my Q. QR code that you could pull up. Oh, thank you. I thought you'd never ask. No, I appreciate that. Epic Cash is, uh, Mike, there's my QR code, which I guess will bring up the Veet app. It's a Veet transaction. So, you you go to Epic 002, you Mm -hmm. hit send, and then you hit the recipient address, and then you can hit scan, which I just did. 
Well, you should know. And come on. I don't know why it's not. Oh, there it goes. All of a sudden, there becomes an address. And I think tonight, I think I'm going to send you. Oh, don't tell everybody. Or should you? Well, <laughs> hold on. Take your time on this. <laughs> I have a long ass password. I, you, if you use RoboForm, it'll fill it in for you. I didn't need to. Uh, just check your wallet. How many did you just receive? I'm just watching. I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. 500. So. Epic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't go through yet. 25. Thank you. Wow. That just popped in. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Let's see how fast that is. So I'm going to do that on, uh, Friday and, uh, to start the party off. Um, and I just really encourage everyone. I don't ask for anything from you, but I am going to ask of you for my guests. Um, like Ab the Fakeologist. Thank you. So, uh, the last, uh, shout out I want to give is to Jam. Uh, I want to make a note to try to just, Point people to his Twitter account, epic underscore hodler. Uh, he's the one managing our Twitter spaces and the podcast, Let's Talk Epic. And please let's support Jam as well. Um, you know, listen to, listen to the Twitter spaces. Uh, they go live every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern time and get in there and comment and support and vote for the next subject. Just awesome stuff. Okay, so enough. And, of and, the- and on there, he's promoting the stack wallet. Are we using that now, or are we still on Vite? Oh, the, the, the well, yes. So the stack wallet. Um, if you go to stack wallet in uh, in your applications, highly encourage you to be able to download that. But what you want to do first is you to go to t.me forward slash epic cash help desk. Mm-hmm. And you want to ask them how to get the GUI 4.0 wallet on Vite. It is a great exchange, but basically the Epic that you hold on Vite is like an IOU for Epic. Mm-hmm. It is not on the base layer one chain. And so you really, it's like everything else, not your, uh, not your keys, not your coins, right? Yeah. So what you want to do is be able to Get the GUI wallet, which they have made so simple. This uh, gentleman, Sky King, um, and Pool Boy, collectively, they've created it's an amazing wallet. And you and you set it up on your computer. How do I get and, that? Is uh, the- you you go to t.me forward slash Epic Cash Help Desk, okay. and you can search for GUI 4.0 instructions. Or you can just ask them in there and they'll direct you on a link on the instructions. It's easy peasy. It's so easy. I was able to do it very, very easily. And then you can actually have, uh, your epic. It'll give you instructions on how to get them off of Vite. You know, keep whatever you want on Vite for, for your player, right? If you want to trade or whatever, but you definitely want to get your holdings, the majority of your holdings off onto the actual epic blockchain to where it is your keys. That is your, I mean, then, I mean, let's just think of all the people that thought, Oh, it's safe to keep everything on FTX, right? They're screwed right now. They've lost all their money. So is that the same? Uh, is that the same 
problem possibly with V feature or in anything to where that requires trust. Yeah. Um, right. So, uh, it is just look as great as Vite is. It is an exchange to where what you are acquiring is not the actual Epic Cash. It's a it's an IOU for the Vite token. It's all in yeah. Vite token. It's not a Vite token. It's an Epic OO2 token. Oh, okay. But 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 you want to ultimately get that on your own in your own personal wallet where you have 24 keywords and then what you can do and i did it this morning because i was having a hang up with the stack wallet to where it was showing me the same number every time i logged in for the last 30 days mm-hmm. and this morning i decided to completely delete it off of my iphone and then it's so cool cuz all you have to do is it's so easy you download the stack wallet by cyberstack yeah. And then, and then, um, and then you just restore your 24 seed words and boom, your wallet. Now it's kind of like if you do online banking and you have it to where you can access your online banking on your computer, right? But then if you add the online banking app to your phone, you're getting the same information to the blockchain, which is your wallet that's you that's your real estate on the blockchain um so so it's just basically a different way of seeing the the core base layer blockchain so we love stack wallet and uh what's cool about stack wallet is it has several other privacy assets on there xmr has btc which is not privacy has firo um but you can actually swap assets. So if you want to get into XMR, you could, but you can't with Epic because what's required within Stack is a relationship with changenow.com. So back to Darkstar. He's like a bulldog. He reached out to Change Now, who has these requirements that you have to hit all of these requirements of which Epic Cash hadn't yet, including market cap, et cetera. And he was just a, a, a honey badger in talking to them about the, the, the positive attributes of Epic Cash. And we have an 11 a.m. conference call with their, uh, 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 team that, that addresses all of this. So Max and, 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 and Darkstar and Islo and, uh, Gene, uh, yoga, uh, and I were, we're going to be on there tomorrow. And if we can get on change now, that does kind of change our world a little bit. It's one of these things that every little single that we get like this, we don't need home runs. Give us a single here. Give us a single there. It's just all building to, you know, where we're headed. Uh, which like I said, you know, we're an undiscovered asset that has purposefully been flying under the radar. But uh, we're with with everything burning down around us, people are starting to pay attention. That's really, really, really cool. So um, let's see. So that's changed now. Uh, that's tomorrow. So hopefully we have some uh, positive news coming from that. Um, we we shall see. And uh, and then what's coming up is. Uh, uh, we're getting really close, uh, with buyepiccash.com, which is going to allow people to go to buyepiccash.com, 
buy Epic Cash with their credit card and actually get your Epic Cash to settle on the Epic blockchain to where it's your keys. It's going to be a game changer. Wow. I'm hoping people are starting to pay attention because when all of this start stuff starts to operationalize, we're not getting 42 cents or 50 cents or a buck or five bucks. 685 is our all time high. I am really bullish on the fact that I think we're going to blow through that and then some, you know, I'm not going to give a date, but I'm just, I'm, I'm bullish like I've never been before. Um, man, there, there, gosh, there's so much to be excited about. Uh, EXPL, you've never heard of it. It's cross chain protocol liquidity lender for Epic Cash powered by the XPL token. Uh, it is going to be another game changer. And when I talked earlier about, uh, Johnny in Manhattan, uh, Johnny, is the brain behind this. And, uh, as I understand it, uh, the dude has an, I don't know if I get, have this right. Eidetic memory. Eidetic. Anyway, it's, it's, is that, he doesn't, is that memory he has or you have? He has. Okay. He doesn't forget anything. I mean, legitimately. Is that and photographic memory? It's different. It's, it's, it's different. Photographic memory, uh, is, is different in that you can't, remember everything, including emotions. Now the, the, the crappy thing about the eidetic memory is dislocate your, your, your pinky. And guess what? You can memory recall that pain. So that's kind of the sucky part about it as I understand it. But, uh, uh, but anyway, he is knee deep in EXPL and look, I am knee deep in Epic cash in a, I learned things like EXPL, you know, on a weekly basis where I hadn't heard about anything, but all of a sudden Max will bring up within a meeting. Oh yeah. We've, we've made lots of advancements on EXPL. And I'm like, what, what's that? Oh, it's cross chain protocol liquidity layer for Epic cash, scalable, confidential, mimble, wimble, proof of work, layer one. You no, know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, by the way, 810-666-1984. We are open for business if you want to call in anyone. Um, cause I've kind of covered everything that I wanted to cover here. Uh, what say you, my friend Ab? What's going on in this world that you and I can riff on? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been totally disconnected, uh, to the mainstream media and, uh, because mostly I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I, but I know you're plugged in. What's happening? I, I I hear China's China's in a little bit of an uproar. Is that uh fake or not? I don't know. I'm not really tuned into that uh too much as you might imagine. I guess it's been going on for a couple weeks and they they've had COVID zero for a long time. Yeah. But um I I know there's a lot of disinformation about China, whether it's a good place or a bad place or it's a, it's different in different parts of China. I'm really not too tuned into that right now. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't have a comment or a commentary so much because, uh, it's sort of been off my I radar. I saw something to where it showed that they were, uh, welding in people's that's, doors. Yeah. That's from a few months ago though. I, I even remember that from last year. So, I, I auto hoax that because yeah. I'm like, 
that is just too easy to just, you know, I, I just don't believe it, but. It, yeah, you know. but I, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know what's going on in China and I, I think it's really hard to know because I don't, I, I don't believe that China is the enemy because I think the U.S. works with China obviously and mm-hmm. they own the Anglo, they own China. China's, but, so I just don't know. I know there's yeah. many guys that I like to follow on YouTube that I haven't really paid attention to. One guy's name is Serpenza and he allegedly okay. married a Chinese woman and he had said he had to leave China after being there a long time and he lives in LA and he's kind of anti-China at this point and he's a South African guy and uh, that's on YouTube, Serpenza and uh, Matt Arrett who's a Canadian that I like to follow he is sort of pro-China and he says what we're getting is not the real deal for China okay. and then there's the Epoch Times which I think is a, uh, I can't remember whose side they're on, whether they're anti-communist Chinese party or whether they might be sort of affiliated with um, the people that want to make China more globalist and less for China, less nationalist. I guess that those are the two opposing forces, nationalist and globalist. Mm-hmm. So it, it, to me, it's, I'm, I'm even confused by, um, what's going on based on those different, propaganda outlets because every they all have their own slant so well speaking of uh propaganda i don't know uh give us an update on what's shaken up there in canada um is is it kind of just business as usual or does it look like they're uh starting to push lockdowns and all of that nonsense again yeah, once more, um, I don't really know. The thing that's been consuming Canadian news is they're just doing an inquiry or an investigation whether the emergency act from the truckers' protest in February was necessary. Now, this is a normal part of the legislation. Anytime evoked, and it's never evoked, it's only been evoked a few times, there's supposed to be an inquiry as to whether they did the right thing. And I think even our crime sinister is coming out on top, he did testify, and people, oh, he yeah, he he didn't have to really, but most most of his supporters say he did quite well, and it was worth it for him, and he passed the test. And don't forget, we have to remember that there is a pretty decently sized, I would say, thirty percent of Canadians that are for all this. They they want to join the new world order. They think, uh, and by the way, I have to turn off. Well, I, I guess. We're on your YouTube channel, so I, I guess I'll just choose my words more carefully. Okay. Um, so there are people that believe in the whole uh, narrative, and therefore right. they support it. So they support our crime sinister. They think that the truckers were out of line, and they think uh, they outlived, uh, outlasted their welcome in Ottawa. So they were happy that they finally got their... Um, you, you, threw, you threw out a number of 30%. I think um, that's right. I think that's not right. Okay, you think it's higher or lower? It's way higher because I think in the U.S. it's way higher. Well, I I, I would say, I I think I've heard a lot of people say 30% are hardcore for something. But there's the mushy middle where there's about 45%, maybe 50% that they can go either way. They're swayed by the wind. They're swayed by being convinced. uh, They, if so, so I really, 
And uh, most governments around the world in so-called democracies, they're, they're voted in with about 30 to 35 percent of the right. popular vote. Well, so, did, did you hear the news that, uh, uh, no, Chris Sky is, oh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. That Chris Sky is, uh, this is drama that you're bringing up. Yeah, this is drama that Chris Sky is at war. And I put right? this on Faco too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Chris Sky, this guy, I, <laughs> So many people want to write him off as controlled opposition. And he always, no. and he addresses it. He does, he's not afraid to address it. And he'll yell at, he'll yell right back at you. But the fact that he's come, he's outed that he's gay and he's, his lover is Jeff Berwick. That's what blew me away. That's the hot news today. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? I'm joking. No, <laughs> you're joking because you, you have a bit of a, um, history, yeah. history about the whole Jeff Berwick. Yep. Uh, pirate coin, pump and dump. I was right. I'm yeah. usually right. So you still, yeah. So I just saw this video. This was linked in a comment. This is why you got to go through comments because yeah. somebody put this comment in an unrelated video. I can't remember whose video it was. Oh, it was actually Insanity for Sweden, who I've interviewed a few times. Okay. So somebody just dropped this link to Chris Guy, who was apparently on the Corona Investigative Committee. With this German woman, I thought yeah. this thing was over, but I guess it's an ongoing show now. Uh, uh, I don't really understand how what happened with that thing because a lot of people think that was controlled opposition, where they had Reimer Fulmick on. So I wasn't sure if this session one thirty two was new or old, but I think it's new because it says November twenty fifth here, and okay. obviously, and, and Chris. Is Chris brought up, I think he was prompted to bring it up. I didn't seem spontaneous to bring up the whole controlled opposition where he crashes, um, dollar vigilante here. And it's right around here somewhere. I'll just uh, unmute this. And, and yeah, I watched this today. It was very good. I, I have to give him major props, man. Oh yeah, you do. For some, for somebody, he is, he is so amazingly smart because everything he, he does is off the top of his head and he can literally speak for an hour for a half an hour or an hour not say the same thing twice but have it all weaved together to where it comes full circle i have major respect for chris sky um i do too and you interviewed him i think too didn't you yeah, yourself yeah yeah he loves epic yep yeah, I, I, I do too. And I don't think he's controlled opposition and he's addressed it so many times. I mean, he's very anti Canadian. He's very not typical Canadian because he's very loud, very boisterous. He's very, uh, differently. He appears differently with the tattoos from head to toe and his wife and the you know. wife. And I know there's a little controversy around her. And then he says some sort of outrageous things that the average person might be turned off. I, I think the average Canadian doesn't like this personality, but maybe I'm sure. But yep. may, I don't know. Is that the same? Do you think for the average American? I think if, I think if the average American watched him, they would be turned off by him. Yeah. Um, and there would be, uh, I don't know, call it the 80, 20 rule, mm -hmm. 20 people that I would say, uh, gosh, I hate this term, but are awake that, uh, that are non-NPC types that actually seek the truth. 
and have eyes to see and ears to hear. Mm-hmm. I think they can hear his message and connect the dots because what he has done so effectively is he has connected all of the dots. I remember back when you and I first started yes, in 2020, does. my overriding question was, everybody says they do this, they do that. And my question was, who are they? And he has just nailed it. I mean, just how it circles back to the WEF and, 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 uh, the IMF. And it, it's just, it's, it's, it's beautiful and brilliant. I think it is. And so if people can look and, and he's trying to protect you and your, your freaking kids and your progeny, yeah. by the way. Yes. You know, and he's just encouraging you to have a set of fuck. I'm sorry. Sucks. Um, oh yeah. He went about that today saying, Oh, men are just denutted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, take my kids. Let me put them at the altar because I don't want to swim upstream. Vaccinate them, make them wear a mask because I just don't want dissension. You know, I mean, when he was, when I, when I listened to that, I'm like, boom, bam, nailed it. It's what, what I want to say to all of these people abusing their children by making them wear you know, cover, cover their uh, ability to naturally breathe. How freaking stupid do you have to be? How in the sand does, how far in the sand does your head have to be to believe this BS? Just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts, as you know. Yeah, he really nails it every time. And like you said, he can go on and on for an hour without taking a breath. He, it's it, it's the same thing twice. He does not have yeah. a, a, a narrative that he just has memorized and repeated. And he this does just, say the most important things that are going to happen. He doesn't get bogged down and that's are, right. You know, that's he, right. And a lot of it comes full circle to they win when they control you with these CBDCs yeah. and they ban, and they ban cash. You lose. They win. You are a slave. And he has so, been saying that pretty consistently for two years. He doesn't really get bogged down uh, on if our virus is real or are they contagious because right. it is. I agree it's important, but I don't think it's the main point anymore because it doesn't matter what the truth is because if people believe the opposite, then we're not going to convince no. the majority. And we just really have our eye on the prize, which is what... Well, that's been my aha over the last six weeks, I would say. I've really kind of come full circle. Mm-hmm. To to the reality that facts don't really matter. matter to people, they and never really have, and 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 that that it's just is kind of so far beyond my level of comprehension. Just in being logical about how I approach life, yeah. facts are very very important to me, you know, and 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 trying to dis. But, but man, oh man, that just, I think that there are, I'm, I'm starting to believe, well, I believe the NPC theory, but if I'm kind, I'll modify it a little bit, not just determine people to be characters that they don't have the ability to critically think about anything. I just think maybe there is a giant subset of people that are prone to hypnosis that are just, their, their minds are just so malleable for whatever reason that they are so easily hypnotized by the media and the media is expert at what they do. 
and they've had lots of years to work on this. Well, the people control the media. I don't like to say the media because it's like blaming the roads for car crashes. It's whoever. That's put, a good point. Yeah, it's whoever whoever is pumping the media with their narrative, and we know that's probably the intelligences that work for the elite, the bankers, etc. Yep. And uh, further to that point, last night we talked with Tom Quinn, who also was talking about what you just said, hypnosis. So he actually gave a couple movies to watch that oh, cool. uh, deal with his, his hypnosis. And if you go to FAK 653, in the show notes, show notes 678, there's a movie called Mesmer, a movie called Black Magic, and a movie that you uh, uh, sure, we all have heard called The Manchurian Candidate, the original one. There was two of them. And uh, he recommended those three, all about hypnosis. Mesmer and Black Magic. I've seen the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. So you go to FAK 653 and show note number six and show note number seven. I put the link to the YouTube. They're all on YouTube. So you can just type M-E-S-N-E-R. I don't know what they're about. He did explain it in the show, but uh, I'll have to lay out some time. And further to your thing about facts don't matter. And uh, it's really all about emotion. There was a really good Adam Curtis documentary series from 2001, I think. And uh, I have to think about what it was called. I thought I linked to it on moreab.fakeologist.com, but I did not. But I have been watching that. It's about six hours. It's a series. And Adam Curry, it's on YouTube? It's Adam Curtis. And he's he's you've heard of him. He's the documentary guy. And um, let me just look him up real quick. Adam Curtis. Yeah, I use. I, by the way, I use PreSearch.com for all my searches. Tell, tell, tell us about PreSearch.com because uh, uh, people probably don't know about it, and they should know about it. I don't use it myself, but I need to start using it. It's pretty easy. It's PreSearch.com. I think it's a Canadian startup. It's decentralized. Uh, the main, its main claim to fame is it's not Google. So we can start there. <laughs> And, uh, just, you can, you can collect, it has its own token or crypto to encourage you to use it. I don't know if they're worth anything, but if you log in, um, obviously it's keeping track of what you're searching. You don't have to log in, but I log in because you can customize it. So if you look on the left of your screen, I have all these custom searches. So for instance, if I looked up Adam Curtis, I can customize my search. You can have custom search engines underneath pre-search. So if I click on this, it's search on Fakeologist. I'm going to see if I talked about Adam Curtis at all on Fakeologist. And here we go. So there's some posts in the past where I, where I linked to them Curtis's documentaries. And if I just look at his list of documentaries, I'll remember what it's called because I, no, it's called the Century of Self. Here it is. Here, and uh, it's someone put it on YouTube. It's about five hours, and he was just talking about a lot of Freud and Bernays and how they realized that the facts don't count. People don't care about them. They're not persuasive. It's yep. all about emotion. And he, Bernays was using his his uncle Freud to. Um, just get into the yeah. uh, sexuality part. It's all. I want. I want to. I want to tell you a little bit about emotion, mm-hmm. real world emotion. Okay. Right. Um. Th- this this is kind of out of left field, but uh, you know I work for uh, 
a company I've worked for for 23 years plus and a very successful company, uh, co-founders of Priceline.com and lots of other companies that you've used probably, but don't know that you used and was just <laughs> reminiscing, um, with my good friend, uh, Mike Puccinelli, who is an epic called Mr. P. Um, and I hired Mike gosh, 20 years ago, and we've been together ever since. And he's CEO of two of Michael Loeb's companies. And um, we were reminiscing about back in the days when we were building a company called Synapse Group that we sold to AOL Time Inc. for a billion bucks. And uh, we were talking about Friday shots. So most people, when they'd hear, have you taken your Friday shot yet? you'd be thinking alcohol, right? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Friday's shots were, we would either get a call from one of the two founders of the company, uh, Pooch and I, and it would be like at 4.50, 4.55, and it would always be something that would just like knock us back on our heels. Like, did you do this? Why hasn't this been delivered? Uh, I need this by Monday. And it's like they literally, uh, it was part of the culture that they couldn't allow you to go into a weekend feeling relaxed. <laughs> and now it sounds miserable, right? That every Friday you would get it, but it became so predictable that we just kind of knew it was part of their psychological, you know, methodology. Um, but it played on what? Emotion, mm. right? Okay. Not not the facts business. It was just the emotion. Now, was it manipulative? Yes. Was it effective? Yes. And we were talking about this this last week because Friday at two o'clock, I get a call from uh, Michael CEO. It's like, Daddy, Daddy, I need to know. I need to know about these fourteen accounts, and he lists off fourteen accounts, and I'm like, Jesus. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, Michael, I'm going to have to get back to you. I was just about going, going in for round number two of, of, of Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> but so if, you, if you'll please give me until Monday, I'll, I'll begin working on it. But it was just, it, it just brought back all of these memories to where it's like timing is everything. And I can tell you, I didn't think about a whole lot over the weekend except my deliverable back to him for, for Monday on giving him an update on these 14 different accounts. So it's just, uh, it's like emotion is king, right? Because it just, it, 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 it wakes you up. Um, if it's something that's fear-based, like with your job, right? It does induce fear when there's like a demand put on you at an odd time. Now, I don't think that this is manipulative um, by my bosses at at, at all. Uh, this I don't I don't think I, Thursday's call was. I just think you're genuinely interested because we're going into December, and we really need these fourteen accounts to the the, the agreements to be signed for, from from a private equity investment standpoint, a fundraise that we're doing. So he was just looking for the update, and uh, but. It brought back the memories of the Friday shots from, you know, a decade ago, 
or more. So yeah, I think people are hardwired that uh, tickle their emotions and you get results. You present them with pragmatic facts and they kick the ball down the field a little bit. You know, it's not, it's not as immediate uh, to their attention. Um, what do you think of that? Yeah. And that's really what this century of self is all about, where he's talking about Edward Bernays. He's figured that out. And that's how they did all kinds of crazy things like convince America is good to join in, in world war one mm-hmm. and, uh, just, rehabilitate uh, dull presidents i think starting with maybe was it harding or hoover where he started bringing hollywood people to the white house um mm. so just really appealing to emotion and uh just ignoring the facts and adam curtis does a really good job it's it's three hours it's four hours i'm just listening to it in the background as i do things but uh, a lot of a lot of eddie bernays I love that. That I love that kind of stuff. Thank you for for letting me know. I have uh Adam Curtis. Yeah, I'm putting it I'm putting it in the show notes. This will be show note number 1. I haven't really kept all the epic show notes okay. tonight. But um uh, I'm sure you're going to talk about them on Friday mainly on your show though. So, um, Mesmer Black Magic YouTube. So, where do you where do you go everyone to get you know insights like this? I know. Well, we're, yeah, this is a different kind of show, but it's good because we have our varying, varying backgrounds and interests. And, uh, I love my Tuesday nights. I wanted to hear more about this FDX thing because I think the whole thing was just a huge setup. I'm not sure if you're really listening to it too much about the whole story. I'm only getting bits of it through the No Agenda show. I don't really dive deep, but. When I heard this guy Bankman, who's apparently the father, uh, I was con- I'm convinced the guy's an actor. I don't think he knows anything about regulation and crypto or securities. I think these are all actors. I, I really do. I'm just convinced this is he a total be. psyop. Look, these guys sound so stupid. There's no way they could be. Yeah. There's just it's no look. way. It's is it to mock the people that are looking into this whole subject because. The, you know, your guys, when you, you, your guys that you interview, they sound like they're really intelligent, but these guys that allegedly ripped off billions of dollars, they sound like idiots. Like, yeah. Well, they tee them up, right? To be like, uh, this Sam Bankman freed fraud. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, it's worse than Madoff. And, and yeah, he's, and the, Madoff he, was another hoax too. I don't think that was a real story in the sense yeah. that. He's new greedy entrepreneur and the morally bankrupt spiritual leader, right? Um, yeah. Or he's made out to be like there had been. And it's really to trash all cryptos, including Epic. They really want to trash it in people's minds. So people just want regulation. They want the government well, that, currency. Yeah. The great irony of the collapses that, that we've experienced lately is that nobody has to use these firms, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the simplest answer ultimately is greed mm-hmm. because people, uh, uh, you know, when they get on there and they have these, uh, exchanges that offer leverage, then it's like, you know, it's, it's just, it's gambling. It's gambling. But, you know, ultimately blaming everything on greed, you know, I think is, is, is too simple. Um, but I think 
what we've learned from all of this. Uh, first, I think we need to stop with the cults of personalities, right? When you think about Michael Saylor. Michael. But that's just how humans work. You're not yeah. going to get away from it. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. More um, emotion, more emotion, not logic. There's no logic. No realtor would have pumped their money into this um, spaghetti bowl full of yeah. corporations yeah. linked to this and that. Although there have been cases where real investment firms have lost real money and in real scams. I can think of a couple. Briex in Canada is one of them where right, that was, there was no mine. Are you kidding me? Nobody went over to look at the hole in the ground to see if there was anything in it? But right. that happened. Yeah. Well, and I think the success of this whole, you know, experience, crypto experience, mm-hmm. um, is and always will be about the tech, the underlying tech that will change lives, not the money and certainly not the type, the hype, you know, but it just got so hijacked. And, uh, at the same time, you know, there's just this endless tribalism that is within crypto, um, which is what I enjoy a lot about Epic Cash is that we are starting to attract a lot of people from other tribes who are coming over and they're actually having really amazing conversations within Freeman U um, that, that again, I invite people to come just be a voyeur. Uh, that's what I am <laughs> during the day. I go to Faco Tube and I, I see what you're up to and I go to Freeman U and I'm like, okay, what can I learn today? Um, and then, you know, ultimately I think within crypto, we need a better approach to venture capitalists, capitalism, capitalism, um, just because the wild, wild west and anytime it's the wild, wild west, uh, and, and I'm not saying, Hey, yay, I invite all kinds of regulation, but man, uh, when you, there, there, there are so many scams out there. So at some point in time, you know, we need to address that, uh, to be able to vet that out. Uh, I think, uh, one thing that, 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 uh, Max and the, the ecosystem is focused on is infrastructure. And that's where people like Johnny come in and we really talk about, uh, building things out right from an engineering tech standpoint. Um, but, but yeah, I hate to say it, but I think that, uh, we need better regulators out there. Um, because naked ambition masquerading as doing good by people with a messiah doesn't just, uh, infect the industry. <laughs> it also infects some of the people who regulate it, right? Like Gary Gensler is a good example at the SEC. All right. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. We or, need to... or, or the regulators of pharma—they've proven completely right. useless. And if you, if they, if if that doesn't convince you that regulation means absolutely nothing, really, and yeah, that's right, that's right. And you know what? We need to start in crypto differentiating between good innovations mm-hmm. and the inevitable get-rich-quick schemes that result, right? Because mm-hmm. that's. What I've learned, like with this whole crypto vigilante experience, yeah. is that these people latch on to, again, they're, they're selling emotion, right? They're selling people the dream. Uh, well, they're also selling fear and that kind of worked on me a little right. bit. I didn't invest that much, but I, I invested enough to 
aggravated by that collapse yeah. and but, just you, you know what my, my my counsel to everyone which is why you know and, and everyone's going to say of course you're going to say this but i have 500 over 500 hours of uh you know youtube video covering epic cash yeah and what i have learned what i believe personally is we need to stop rushing to embrace the next hot thing mm-hmm. you know i think you go narrow and deep not shallow and wide thing that something may hit i think that will help keep people's you know financial resources closer to safe um you know we need to stop relearning the hard lessons of of history <laughs> because these scams just kind of step and repeat um but you know at the end of the day i think uh, crypto is going to make it um and and there are those who are going to be in the right asset or assets and what we've gone through over the last year i think has been tuition and those of us who are here uh that 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 you know have the wherewithal to not abandon the asset class but instead embrace the right fundamentals within it are going to be the ones that are left standing at the end of the day and i know i'm just a uh an epic evangelist fanboy but again i'll put my track record up against on youtube covering crypto and uh you know show me another asset that is uh from the white original white paper to where we are currently has not pivoted a centimeter and you know is more bitcoin than bitcoin and is defensively designed to where it's regulatory friendly it is going to be what the F- the SEC ultimately points to. Epic Cash is going to be what the F- SEC points to when the people. But 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 you know, we never had a chance to be able to do it right. And they're going to point to Epic Cash and say, "Well, they did, they did it right." So what's your excuse now? And I gotta look. I gotta watch this. What happens if governments ban Epic Cash? This is on Ep- Epic Hodler. Oh, uh, it is so good. He, I'm telling you, people. Can you got go. a, you got a punchline on that audio? Did you listen to it? Me, I, I don't have a punchline to it, but I listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? They're, they're, will the governments ban Epic Cash or all cryptos? And no, in, it, what, what, what Epic Hodler does is he puts out a mm-hmm. every every week to the community, and he asks uh, if you go to the top. There's probably a survey question right now. Um, to where, what is it that we want to talk about this coming Saturday? And you vote on it, and then that becomes the type. And then you have a group of folks who are in the community who come in and they just riff on it, like you and I do. And there's just some really, really smart, uh, there it is. You can see right there. Yeah. Uh, that's the one I chose. Yeah. Uh, and, and so Saturday, that's what we'll talk about. And, uh, are you on that show too? I've been on it a couple of times, but I try to, uh, in the spirit of full disclosure, I do Tuesday evenings, I do Wednesday at noon, and I do, uh, Friday at noon live streams. And oh, that's so, a lot. that's a lot of talk. I also have, you know, my day job to where I'm responsible for biz dev for 22 portfolio companies. 
and I have a family and I really, really love sports. So I really try. I'm doing a better job at saying no. I've had to say no a lot the last two weeks to Max, who's wanted to me to be part of a lot of different, you know, new emerging groups. And I've just had to say, look, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to be good to anybody if I just overcommit. And one of the hardest things for, 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 for all of us to do is say no, I think. Um, so I think my ore is wet enough and, you know, it works for me. So, uh, I will be on Twitter spaces, uh, if, if, my if the timing permits but i do listen to every single one i really get a lot out of it all right yeah i'm just looking you got two youtube is strange because if you go on videos it says you haven't uploaded anything for four months but then you have to click on live which is so confusing it sucks sucks. people have been telling me that lately they're like you know your your latest video is four months old why don't they just give you every under i know like faco tube faco tube does that and just to just to close out because we're we're over an hour now, uh, just getting back to Chris Sky and uh, Jeff. Like I I personally think that um, it's not really fair the way Chris attacked Jeff, but on the other hand, Jeff's retort wasn't good either. So I think they're both sort of basing their um, their little fight I, on misunderstandings. Can I, can I tell you my thought? Can I tell- go. Is I think uh, Chris Sky jumped the shark. I think that he went too bold and aggressive. Yeah, uh, and he's and he's are wrong in his arguments as as he has been in the past. Yep, yep, yep. So I I agree. If I'm being pragmatic, and I watch Jeff's retort, um, I can totally see how Jeff would basically say, "Dude, what the f- yeah, exactly?" What you, you know. So so, uh, but that is. You know, the downside of being that aggressive uh-huh. to where it's either black or white. And, and there's a lot of gray with Jeff Berwick, you know, his take on world events and everything. I really will always respect. It's just, uh, I get, I've always enjoyed his walks with Lucy. I just fundamentally, uh, don't trust the guy. And I think that his, uh, business model, on purpose with intent, uh, with regards to cryptos to, um, fund his Mexican ranch and his lifestyle and stuff. So, uh, that's where I believe that the guy is a psychopath of sorts. But, um, you know, that's just my opinion. And I guess everybody needs to make a living. I would just prefer it not to be on, you know, my subscriber base, but, uh, Chris Sky, I think, went a little too aggressive, but I also think Chris Sky is is the ultimate honey badger. Once once somebody punches back, then I think he is like it, he's going to be insane until he wins, right? So he's not going to stop going after Jeff. All somebody says, Uncle, which Jeff probably will ultimately, my prediction, just forget the guy, just let him fade to black. Like, okay, dude, right? punch yourself out yeah um but uh that fight fight that chris sky has i admire but at the same time you know uh 
I just think you can be a little too aggressive sometimes. And I think he just takes one little thing and without researching it is, it makes a huge opinion and bases his whole opinion on something and it's, and it's, yeah. it probably is wrong. His right. assumptions on just a, a, a simple logo of Vice TV, I think he's totally wrong. And he comes right. across as just being, um, flying off the handle, I guess is the best right. term on, on just no information. But, you know, with all these guys, you just take whatever you think is good information out of them. You don't have to, uh, take everything they say. You yeah, just take pieces that you like. That's how I, I take all yeah, these guys. I think it ultimately comes down to the, the accountability on discernment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You should, you, I call my quarter red flag always have. It's like sometimes I get a quarter, quarter red flag when someone's saying something that just me, makes me stop and go, Hmm, you know, and I always pay attention to my quarter red flags. They've served me well over the years. Um, me too. Usually end up being big red flags after a while. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I like that music. Well, that's our closeout music, and um, this has been about an hour. I told you you wouldn't need any callers. You don't need any help filling an hour, even if you say you have nothing. Uh, <laughs> I you, have nothing tonight, so I'm yeah, willing to do you, nothing. To- you don't need any help at all, Uncle Vigilante, and I just have to say a couple words, and then you take off. So we probably don't even need callers, but it's oh, we're open to them. But not tonight. Tonight we went all the way without anyone calling in, which is fine. Yeah, and I forgot I, about it. Yeah, you forgot you invited everyone to call in. But we had more yeah. than enough to talk about. If we you, did, and what we're looking at right now, those of you who are part of the Epic community, just please, please, please. You don't have to, you know, but it's nice. Take a little snapshot. Send a little love. I mean, send a little love. This stuff is important. And, you know, ultimately, Ab is providing an amazing service to all of us with FakeOTube and Fakeologist.com. And I just enjoy the heck out of you, Ab. I love my Tuesdays. And when I miss them, I apologize. That's fine. Um, but at least you co- at least you communicate. As long as you tell me. I'm very flexible. This show is um, coming off when, and it's very casual, but we try and be here regularly so people have something to rely on we do have regular listeners but yeah as long you give me a heads up even if it's an hour before it's fine it's not a problem that's that's how we roll that's how we roll i love rolling with you all right well awesome keep in touch and thank you for for joining i appreciate it all right see everyone in the chat yeah love you cheers bye-bye all right take care the vigilante if you like the show fake 11 fakeologist.com for it's no fake fakeologist.com forward slash donate uh we may be back tomorrow we'll see it's it's busy time for me but uh i gotta put up the christmas lights but we should be back tomorrow and uh no no specific guest no specific topic just going through the day's events should be enough we got lots of drama on fakeologist.com comments we got the forums we got fakeotube there's a lot to talk about, but in the meantime, we will see you tomorrow night. Good night.